The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Oh, GeekShowPodcasts.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. The name of this episode is Butster. That's a that's a proper name, apparently. I anyway. <laughs> welcome to the episode. Thank you so much for downloading and listening each and every week, like you do. We appreciate it. Uh, this is a good episode. We got some uh, movie reviews from Jimmy. He reviews uh, uh, First Man and a whole bunch of others, and uh, we make a few recommendations for TV shows that you should be watching, and uh, a lot of other things. So and, and breaking news, well, broken news on the way. Pretty good episode, I think. But uh, I'm biased. <laughs> I want to thank our sponsors, of course, for making this party possible each and every week. Uh, of course, uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection Halloween Comic Fest is coming Saturday, October 27th. On that day, go in for free Halloween comics, and on that day, everything store-wide will be 20 to 50% off. Open seven days a week. Uh, hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on all purchases of uh, $20 or more. And a previous catalog for free, 2043 East, 3300 South. I will see you next Wednesday at Dr. Bolt's. Also, of course, uh, Cabin Fever, celebrating all things creepy, kooky, mysterious, and spooky this October. It's Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East in downtown Salt Lake City. Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Also, the Twin Sons Cafe, Daniel, Chef Daniel, has started a GoFundMe campaign for the cafe to generate some working capital so it can get a beer and wine license. If you go to GoFundMe.com and search Twin Sons, S-U-N-S, Twin Sons Cafe, it will pop right up. All right, also Black Velvet Boutique. Uh, They're moving to a new location soon, so they're liquidating a lot of their inventory. You can save big. Visit them today and mention Radio From Hell, the radio show that I work on, and you'll get up to 50% off. So be sure to ask them for details. They are uh, open seven days a week at 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Black Velvet Boutique. Haster Games, of course. Not only do they carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, they will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products, too. Located at 6831 South State, open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 on Sunday. It is a great place to stay and play. Also, Quarters Arcade Bar at number 5 East, 400 South. It's the old Manhattan location in downtown Salt Lake City. Go to quartersslc.com. That's two S's right there. It's a uh, retro arcade, full bar as well. Pinball, arcade games, console games, board games. You can have your events there. They also feature Killer Queen. It's Quarters Arcade Bar downtown Salt Lake. And the Mystery Escape Room in the Gateway Mall. Book your escape room today at mysteryescaperoom.com. Or by calling 385-322-2583. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, for 15% off of your purchase of the Mystery Escape Room. All right. Let's get to the brand new episode. It's called Butster. Oh, man. I keep saying that wrong. Uh, After a message or two, please to enjoy. This is not your everyday cafe. And this is just one indication delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. 
Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Suns Cafe and Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsunscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Suns, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. Mystery Escape Room in the Gateway Mall specializes in theatrical escape rooms with fantastical live actors and immersive, fully built sets. Don't just play an escape room. Make it an adventure into your favorite stories. From Grimm's Fairy Tales to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea to their newly opened Ancient Crypt Mystery, there are stories to explore. Can you solve the mystery? Book your escape room today at mysteryescaperoom.com or by calling 385-322-2583. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, for 15% off of your purchase. Hoarders, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. And yeah, welcome back to the basement. Poopity scoop. Poopity Scoop, artist formerly known as Ye, Kanye. Yay. Yay. Artist currently known as Ye. Now, is this... That's what he changed yeah, it to, okay. right? Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, this, this, this is old news. By the time this... Yeah, by yeah. the time this out. I mean, he may have changed back by now. That's true. Yeah. That'd be you fun, know. just to be able to change your name all the time. What would you, cha- what'd you change it to? Like, I think you should go with Bolo Barnson. Butzer. Butzer? Butzer. Wait. <laughs> First but, is that a first last name yeah. or is it just like is it like Madonna? Well, this one in. No, but sir. <laughs> but Ch- sir. Change my name to Poop Scoop Maloop. <laughs> All poop one scoop name. Loop. Poop Scoop Maloop. Poopity Scoopity Loopy. No, that's No, nah, man. Hey, man, that's inappropriate, man. You don't talk that way to yeah, him. Not around kids. Yeah. When I when I was a kid, I wanted I hated Carrie. I hated that name so like, fucking like much. Like me, I hated Shane. Yeah. yeah. And so I was always looking for a when I get older, I'm going to change my name. When I can do it legally, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it because I hate my name. And so I was looking for names. Crescent Wrench. And the name that I landed on was Dexter. Oh. Mm. Because at the time, Kurt Russell was Dexter Riley in the, the computer, computer of the war tennis computer shoes. War tennis yeah. shoes, all those movies. You know, he was the same character. He was Dexter Riley. It was a series of movies. And he would, science would go wrong. Uh, oh boy, would it! And and then <laughs> and I held on to that name for the longest time. Yeah. And then the series Dexter came along, and I yeah. realized that there yeah. was there was no yeah, going man. back. You can't. You, you should have <laughs> took it though, because then you that you would have you could, you could have had a football career with that name, Dexter Jackson Dexter? with the tackle. Dexter you know what Jackson. I mean? yeah. That was yeah. a, that was an unbelievable catch by Dexter Jackson. <laughs> you you walk on the field, you're like, "What's your name, Dexter? You're on. <laughs> <laughs> you're on. Can you do anything? No, Dexter no. Jackson. God." Damn. But you're the quarterback now. All American. <laughs> Doesn't matter. That name will sell jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but sir, he's Shannon Barnson. <laughs> oh, I get Butster. Butster. Uh, is there an extra T in there that Two I'm T's? not Is hearing? there like a Z in but- there? Butster. Butster? Oh, oh stir. Okay, I thought there was okay. a Z like Zephyr oh, and so shit. It's like, so it's like Buster, but. Butzer. Butzer. Is it Butzer or Butzer? Butzer. Now he's saying Butzer. Can you spell it, please? I don't think he knows what he's saying. B-U-T-T-S-T-E-R. Okay. Butster. Butster. Hang on. Butster Barnson. 
Write that down. Come check out old Butster. B-U-T-T. What again? S-T-E-R. Butster. S-T-E-R. Buster's lucky. Butster. I really can't wait. Like a butt enthusiast. I can't fucking wait. He's going to do it to himself this time. What? Well, Shannon sometimes ordains shit that you're stuck with forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blueberries. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> enjoy Butster for the rest of your fucking life. I hope one of the kids at the set calls oh, dude, you that. So many people, you're going to be at Pub Quiz, be like, Butster! Come and, down to Lucky <laughs> 13, see old Butster do his <laughs> Pub Quiz. See, That's me. You, Man, fucks, fucking asking questions, people fucking answering them. Fucks with your boy Butster. <laughs> Come fuck with your boy Butster. I'll tell you if you're right or wrong, and I'll probably make fun of your ass. But just the ass. Brian Butster. Young's there, too. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's his name? What's his name? Yeah, his Brian name. Young. Klingus. Hi, welcome back to the AM Drive Show with Klingus and the Butster. <laughs> and the Butster. It's the breakfast flakes with Klingus and the, the Butster. Butster. Is that how, is that how fucking morning radio works? Now we're gonna go back up. We're gonna go back out of the street. Butster's actually got a Butster chamois on his jeans, and he's oh, he's boy. doing uh, car washes hey. for charity. I'm Butster. curious. It's, God, it's Butster on the street. Is there a real show called The Breakfast Flakes? Of course there is. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know there is. Yeah, probably. And and Butster's out on the street, and the first thing he says is. People are freaking out. <laughs> Somewhere in the multiverse, this exists. Yeah, oh, probably. it exists. Monday through yeah. Friday, 6 to 10. That's right. It exists. Oh, I hate my industry. <laughs> All right, ladies. Hey, it's the Butster. I'm going to pour this beer up my ass. <laughs> People are Whoa. freaking out. People are freaking out oh, wait on a minute. the street. How wait. can you pour something up? That doesn't work. Hey, hey. You know what? You just got to have a growth I mindset. I it on Reddit. You just have to have you really gotta, good gotta suction. You got to believe it will work. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's a, it's, a ser- it's a series of tubes. It I doesn't see. happen the first time. <laughs> Wait, didn't we learn that today, this week on the news? Boofing? Yeah, boofing. Wait, boofing. boofing. What, a few what, weeks ago. Yeah. What the fuck? Boofing. It means flatulence. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> My son said I looked that it up shit. on Urban Dictionary. Man. Everyone did. Yeah. <laughs> it means to stick a bottle up your ass and chug it. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Or, or drugs. But it means flatulence, too. Uh, and, uh, and also, I read it, it means that you could uh, uh, bl- like blow cocaine up somebody's ass with a straw. Yeah. And that's why they call him Butster. Has nothing to do with flagellants. <laughs> infotainment. <distinguished> judge Boof. <laughs> now, this is infotainment. It has nothing to do with flatulence, <clears throat> says Jimmy Martin. That's right. <laughs> it's called the internet. We're not fucking stupid dumbass. <laughs> anyway, watch Can't me on KSL. Can't the butster. <laughs> watch me on KSL, Ruby and Slug, listening to Geek Show and Mediocre Show. Uh, like I said, interviews are on the way. And uh, yeah, so there you have it. Coming up on KSL News of Five. Boofing and the Butster. What's happening? <laughs> Klingus and the Butster. Man. That's just wild. Y'all come up with some wild shit. Yeah, man. well, I worked in radio. It's I a, can't it's believe it's a terrible, really. terrible industry. It, it was fun, but it was terrible. Terrible people. We had we had a, <laughs> we had a stunt once where my uh, co-host um, was supposed to recite the alphabet or the the Pledge of Allegiance while drinking a half gallon of uh, vinegar. Oh, what about? That's a lot of vinegar. Boofy? Yeah, no, uh, you know what? You know what happens when you drink a fair amount of vinegar? I don't. You projectile vomit. Oh, oh poor Klingus. People yeah. are freaking out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a that was a high point in my radio career. It was a high point in his radio career. It he's, really was. He's Lee George Cade. Hi everybody. 
How's everybody doing? I'm going to steal Jay's. How are you doing in your cubicle? Is everybody doing with Karen? Everybody, everybody getting along with Karen and HR okay? <laughs> it's important. I know Karen can be a little rough sometimes, but she means well. She's been, you know, she's like two weeks away from retirement perpetually. Listen, she's a treasure. She's been Karen, at this company forever. Yeah, I mean, you know, you'll know this. You'll know during the holiday party, you'll realize that Karen's not all bad because she's going to wear that funny sweater. And she's going to be drinking eggnog. You'll know that it's spiked. So, you know, be nice to Karen. She's not so bad. Butster thinks that sweater's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Butster does. Love that sweater. So, uh, you know, my, my life has uh, gone through some changes, and it's it's actually gotten pretty enjoyable right now. I'm, I'm having a great time down at uh, Shiv Games. We're open like 700 days a week. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> All the days. Yeah. I keep trying to come up with a slogan, like, you know, Shiv Games, so we're going to... Do you want me to come up with one? They stick. They do stick. I was thinking something like, it's going (laughs) to stab your wallet with good prices, but I don't think that's going to stick. No, I think that sounds good. uh, Yeah, shit games. It's easy to eat. We (laughs) stab your wallet with good prices. It's easy to buy. It's easy to buy. Yeah. Yeah, Because easy to eat was something that uh, stuck with me for a long time, too. Shit (laughs) games, we made it out of a toothbrush. (laughs) (laughs) Now, see? I don't know if that that quite has the romance that we're looking for. It doesn't really encompass what they're going. Shivs are very romantic. You got to get in close, man. Yeah, that's no, right. Can't be. But you know, the cool part is about my job is I, I sell miniatures to people, nice people, uh, and and even maybe not nice people. But uh, if you have questions about painting or the hobby, mm-hmm. come down and see me. Cool, I'll talk to you about stuff. Woo. Shiv Games will sneak up on you and surprise you, but in a good way that you wouldn't expect. <laughs> with, with high quality prices and merchandise. And man, y'all I love are. it. I love it. It's beautiful. He's he's often uh, flabbergasted and surprised by all of us. He's yeah. Jay Whitaker. Hey, yeah, I I am. I'm befuddled by some of y'all. Like some befuddled. Yeah, good, good word choice. I yeah, like that. You know, hey, I do a, a word flummoxed. Of the, yeah, I do a word of the week on on my other thing that I do the the other podcast that you listen to after you listen to Geek Show and Gadget Spot, uh, the incredibly vocal minority. <laughs> uh, follow me on. Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, all the socials at It's Jay Whitaker. Follow my dog, uh, Wilson Winston Whitaker. And this weekend, I will be in Sacktown with Jay Hollingsworth, the big homie. Uh, we're going to be at Laughs Unlimited. Make sure you, if you need tickets and you're in the Sacktown area, holler at your boy. I can get you. And then uh, Spokane. I'll be twenty uh, second. I'll be I'll be fucking with y'all. Twenty third, Denver Comedy Works. Twenty fourth, Tempe Improv at the All Things Comedy Festival. It's going down. Let me just say this, Jay. Thank you, thank you. I got a lot of clicks on that. There you go, uh, Jimmy. Hi, click a clack. Hi, I already win. <laughs> yeah, he already oh, went. Oh, yeah, okay, you gotta blow <laughs> again. You gotta was, get. You gotta get. I was writing stuff. Tony. Tony. Hey. Hi, Tony. Hi. Hi. I don't have a new name. I'm just gonna stick with Tony. <laughs> you didn't you go Quint T at one point? No, just Quad T. Man, you just need, you need to go plus ultra, man. <laughs> plus ultra. ultra. <laughs> I've been watching that show actually. My, at, Hero, uh, Academia. my Hero Academia. It's, it's good so, stuff. It's so good. I'm liking it as it goes. Uh, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony, or uh, always here on the Geek Show, or every other week on the Gadget mm-hmm. Spot. And we have a host. Oh, yes. Mr. All-American with the touchdown. Give it up for Dexter Dexter Jackson. Jackson. (laughs) Dexter Dexter Jackson. Join me on my show, The Breakfast Flakes. (laughs) People are freaking out. Where people are freaking out. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. All right. Now, we talked about uh, Space Jam 2 earlier. And while we're on the Looney Tunes subject, um, 
I, I, I'm reading this, and I can't believe that I'm... I mean, I, I don't think I want this. What is it? I'm, okay. I'm curious now. All right. So, you know, Roadrunner. It's my, one of my favorite cartoons. Yeah. Did you say yeah. Roadrunner? Yeah. No, and Chode Runner. Is it Bro Runner? And, 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 and Wiley Coyote, Super who I think genius. is a symbol for stick to itiveness. He know? really is. He should be a role model, really. Yeah. He's got a growth mindset. He's yeah. proof that no matter how hard you work and how hard it stick to it, he does. you're never going to get what you Failure's want. Failure's part of learning, Wiley Coyote. You'll never will. You can, you can try, you can try, and you can try. You can try your damnedest to get your goals and your ambitions, no matter what your motivation is, no matter how hard you stick to it. Never going to succeed. So he's two and lessons. The, never yeah. give up and maybe give up. At oh, the, no, no. Don't and, give up. Keep and, going. And, and shoot Keep for going. something else. <laughs> because he is our animated modern-day Sisyphus. <clears throat> hmm. You know, he hmm. caught the Roadrunner once. And the Roadrunner also got him? killed in the Tiny Toons car- uh, movie. I don't remember. Slit his fucking throat. <laughs> I just remembered that it was... It, <laughs> it was, happened on Family Guy. It, it was like going to be a big deal. It's like 1976. Yeah, they they, they caught the Roadrunner. Ad- advertised it and all kinds of stuff. And I watched it, and I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, Aww. so Wiley Coyote is getting his own big screen feature. What? Hmm. Coyote versus Acme. Oh, this, a is, a, this is a court drama, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> well, it should be, it should, <laughs> be, it should be V instead of versus. Go, oh, go. That's right. But uh, Chris, Mc, Chris McKay, the director of the Lego Batman is movie, it? is producing it. Hmm. He's got a lot of slapstick potential, I think, for a film. But uh, yeah, that's uh, this. This this apparently has been kicking around Hollywood for quite some time. I love it. You know, <laughs> I, so, I kind of, I'm kind of into. I am. I you have my curiosity. If they if they actually do it as a straight courtroom procedural drama, oh. and and they keep cutting to just different scenes of his failures with yeah, the like Acme products, with his, with his bat cape, with his bat wings. <laughs> yes. uh, then there's the the rocket shoes, all the catapults that he tried. Catapults, yeah. you know. Yeah, it, it could be a best of show. I, we'll see. No. Anyway, it could suck. It could suck. Um, do you, do you have the theme? Right? I'm ready. You have the theme? Yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. You're very slow. <laughs> Anytime now. Letters. Sometimes we get letters, hey. and then we answer them. Hey. You know, that slow running aboard, you'll never make it on the breakfast flags. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Too slow out. for the butster. <laughs> <laughs> People are freaking out. You gotta have that slide whistle sound ready. <laughs> yep. That was really good. All of there's like three of y'all that did that. Y'all should do like a barbershop quartet. Well, I don't know, or a morning drive radio show. Barbershop slide whistle quartet. Yeah. yeah. I wish I'd have read this uh, a couple of weeks ago. I just found it though. Amy wrote us. Hello, Hi, Amy. Geek. Hello, Geek Show. Hey. Hello, Amy. What's up, Amy? What's that from the cleaners? <laughs> I've been listening for the past three years, but I must admit that when your podcast was first recommended to me, I was a bit wary. You were right to be so. Oh, she's got mm-hmm. a brain. I was going to say, she didn't say weary. Yeah. Good for her. At weary. That, at that time, I had never been to Salt Lake, and the only people I had ever met from Salt Lake were not people that I had much in common with. Ding dong. I now realize that this was uh, prejudicial and unfair. Prejudicial. Oh, no, Amy. No. No, we earned it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ho- however, trusting my friends as I do, I gave the show a shot, and I'm very glad that I did. I was able to fi- uh, get to my first fan ex last year. And your live recordings were a major highlight of the weekend. Fast forward to this past weekend, just a few weeks ago, uh, my mom and uncle made their first trip to Salt Lake on Saturday so that we could see Meatloaf at Fanex. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, when I told them what our plans that that our plans that night were to include attending your live recording at Fifty West. Oh God! Oh, no, 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 Amy, no, no! They had the same preconceived notions that I originally had, even though I reassured them many times that they'll have a good time. I'm not sure they quite believed me. They loved it. What? They, like, Look at those drunk idiots. <laughs> they were still talking about it at breakfast the next day, and Mom has already liked your Facebook page. Yes. Oh. They're already planning on attending FanX next year and can't wait to go to another live recording. Uh, well, I think it's in six months they're going to do it again. Yeah, in March or yeah. something. March. No, it's in April. April? And it's a two-day con. Two-day con. A smaller, uh, smaller yeah. one. But I'm, I'm sure we'll probably do another live show. Also wanted to thank you for reading the letter from Lance at the recording. My uncle is gay, and he made comments before making the trip to Salt Lake isn't very welcoming to people like him. And again, I told him that's not true for all residents. However, there was that letter and the responses from the panel that made him see that I was right. Well, here's the thing is that we have the like second largest gay pride parade yeah. in the nation. We, the nation. we have, yeah. as a city, an mm-hmm. incredibly inclusive city. Salt, yeah. Lake, Salt Lake City is the very, gayest city per capita. very LGBTQ plus friendly. Mm-hmm. It's the state. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. So come to Salt Lake. Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, thank you for all you do. Can't wait till Jay Washington is able to be on the show again. I also Something. got I also got to meet Kiki this weekend. Can't wait for her to be on another episode. Uh, thank you, Amy. Thanks, thank you, Amy. Thanks, Amy. By the way, as I as I text uh, as we record this, Jay Washington, shout out. He's oh cur- yeah. He's currently hanging out at the Nerdist Camp, and he just got a tour of. Uh, he got a set invite to the Black Lightning. So like, nice. oh really? Oh, yeah, cool. like he's he's because he's, well, he's 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 where it's at. So it's just like. He gets all these nice little invites. But right. He says, "What's up? Uh, do you want another letter?" Oh, oh, yeah. See now, fucking I shit. There man. was only one. The breakfast oh, flakes. Oh my fucking god, Tony. We talked th- about this. But the- I have drilled you. Uh, <laughs> well, what? Okay. Drilled. Oh, what the- I heard that. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> oh no, not like that. Drilling means something else. Sometimes we get letters <laughs> and then we answer them. You're gonna blow the whole fucking coyote ac- acne case do wide I s- open. Do I still have a job? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, Geek Show says, hey, my name is Anthony. Hey, what's hey, up? Anthony. And I am grateful for you, Geek Show, the, the incredibly vocal minority, and Radio From Hell Show. All right. And uh, the gadget spot. This, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, let's, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, yeah, it's right there. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, Gavin. the G spot. Yeah. yeah, the G spot. Right we love it. I figured. Um... <clears throat> Uh, this email is a serious one. I apologize. So if you decide to read this, feel free to read with a dark drink or lots of vodka. I hope you forgive me for messaging. Uh, I hope you forgive me, Jay, for messaging on the Incredibly Vocal Minority podcast before you and Geek Show. That's all good. As penance for breaking the commandment, no other podcast before Geek Show, <laughs> I ordered a Geek Show shirt and hoodie. Okay. As I said to Jay, you guys have indirectly helped me so much for these past four months. I enjoy your genuine modesty when fans praise you uh, for aiding in their personal victories. Please understand some of us would not have found the strength or will necessary to continue living had it not been for your hilarious and inspiring words. Whether it's a third show or a fireside chat, your words of wisdom deserve recognition. Since I, I could see why she didn't inc- or why they didn't include Gadget Spot in this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since discovering Geek Show, I have identified I've identified, accepted, and uh, submitted myself to the geek side. Anyway, thank you for everything you do. Have a double for me. Please don't forget to eat more ham. 
It'll the help. Ham is Shannon. It'll help you. In the ham. <laughs> Forget to eat more ham. Boofy. It'll help you live long and prosper on the geek sides. Thank you, Anthony. Well, Thanks, thank Anthony. You. That's a nice letter. All right. <clears throat> is there another one? Well, I'm ready Tony still. Prepared? I'm still ready. Okay. Uh-huh. This one looks like a script. Where Tony, ready? Just ah. shut up, Lee. You shut up. The breakfast flakes look bad. I still had a right arm. It's making it look flaky. He bears in the cleanest. It's like you can't even spot the gadgets. I know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, this is from our friend uh, Lang, who uh, writes to the show quite Yo, a lot. Shout out, Lang. Yeah, first of all, Lang. shout out to Lang. Lang hooked up my dog. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He hooked up, my, he hooked up Wilson. I got a nice like little, uh, little collar. Oh, really? Yeah, hooked him up. Nice. Yeah, so thank you, Lang. Uh, staying the course, I just wanted to say thanks to uh, Geek Show, as always. <clears throat> All of you helped me since the beginning to see the reality of humanity through common sense. Seeing everything uh, this week from the whole... Uh, then he goes into stuff that was happening uh, during yeah, we don't a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for teaching me common sense, for being friends to us all. Now i got to go uh, work this weekend with Jeffy. You remember the... Yeah. yeah. The, 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 ape the, that the he, chimpanzee. Yeah. So I can submit on the Facebook page for questions. Uh, now, since I've been listening to the Geek Show, my geekdoms have grown immensely. And I've tried tons out. Here are a few things that I now love and discovered because of Geek Show. So he hadn't checked out any of this stuff until we told oh, him. Oh, God, I hope one of them isn't boofing. <laughs> it is not. Okay, um, damn it. The new oh, the Butster's sad. <laughs> <laughs> the new Battlestar Galactica. Yes. Really good. Rick and Morty. Yes. That's all right. These are all great things. <laughs> <laughs> Tony is pleasantly bright. Uh, pleased. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Daredevil yes. on Netflix. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Hallways. Yarp. Yeah, never fight Matt Murdock in a hallway. Nope. Yeah. You see Daredevil in a hallway, you get the fuck, fuck out. out. Yeah. That's right. You see that Kingpin's got his white suit, finally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Say, Unleash the devil. <laughs> Comics in general. Thank you, uh, JMV, for Uncanny X-Force Dark Angel Saga. Yo. Ooh, wow, yeah. that was a good saga. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm. Yeah. Painting Gundams. Yep. Opening my toys. Absolutely. Good. Something yeah. that we've always said. I had I had to learn that one. Don't yeah. open your McFarland. I had toys, I had though. a Cobra Commander that my brother gave gave to me. Uh, it was like this little bust, and I never took the fucking thing out for six years. And then I was like, "Fuck this! I'm a grown adult." Yeah. Open it up. Yeah. Play with them. Uh, let's see. Uh, jumping uh, back into gaming. Yeah. Uh, find Cuddle Beast on Overwatch. That's him. Cuddle Beast nice. on Overwatch. Going to conventions. Good stuff. Got a divorce from Mavis, the transforming battle axe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That was Lang. It <laughs> was. And much, much more. My question, whether or not it was because of the podcast, how have your geekdoms changed, or what have you jumped on board to in the past 10 years that you never thought you would have done before? So that's that's the question for us. Well, like honestly, Lang, I actually we were just talking about this by a wonderful lunch that we uh, that we that was uh, made by Sue. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mrs. Jackson, uh, Mrs. Dexter Jackson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, we had a we had a, we were talking about how like I got into PC gaming. PC gaming, yeah, PC gaming, and it's it's already just taken up a lot of my time in a, in a good way. And then um, I've been reading more. Um, just, just comic books, graphic novels, just 
sci-fi. I was never big on sci-fi, but after, you know, and, and then just watching movies that I saw as a kid, and then like reevaluating them as an adult, like Blade Runner. I really was mm-hmm. like, oh shit, this is there's a lot more to it than just all this real shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Altered Carbon, Rick and Morty, Battlestar Galactica. A lot of yes. a lot of what was on that list is, is kind of what happened to me. So yeah, you're not alone. Hmm. Anybody else? D and D. I'd never played a D and D game before. Really? Yep. And uh, we're halfway through a campaign right now, so it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm liking it. Mm-hmm. I, I strangely <clears throat> enough uh, finally found a way to to do all the stuff that I like to do and read. <laughs> at the same time, these things called audiobooks. Ah. Oh, yes. So uh, Audible is a good service, but I'm going to check out the Salt Lake uh, Public Library. You mm-hmm. can actually check out audiobooks. Oh, you uh, can. No. They're like 10 to 30 hours for each one. So for a guy like me, where I'm usually painting or sculpting or building, I can't read while I'm doing that right. stuff. But I love to read, right? Like if I'm given my dithers and I don't have other stuff to do, I'll mm-hmm. read seven or eight books a month. So in the last couple of weeks, I've been sitting down to do my painting sessions because I do a lot of freelance painting. And I'll put on an audiobook, and seven hours later, I think, oh, boy, my butt hurts. I've been sitting a couple of minutes. No, it's been seven hours, dummy. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's been really good, and I've been able to catch up. Like, I read the first Expanse book, but actually being able to listen to it, and they're usually kind of dramatized a little bit, so yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah. So I was worried I wouldn't be able to focus on the story and still focus on what I'm doing. I can do you both. Can still do it. So it's kind of reignited my passion for reading. Even though I'm not directly reading, I'm still absorbing the information like I would be if I was reading. But it also kind of triggers that part of my brain that likes getting as much stuff done in a day as possible. Well, I read an article, too, that said that studying brains, if someone's reading or listening to an audio book, it's almost the same yeah. amount of brain, mm-hmm. mo- uh, not movement, but... Uh, Usage. Activity, Activity, yes, to to listen to it as it is to read it. I'm I'm trying to find writers that I never read before because I always read a lot of science fiction and fantasy. Mm. And and, uh, there's a a woman named Octavia Butler who Mm -hmm. wrote science fiction in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, yeah, but you know, the uh, the black lady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she's, she's, I never read. She fucking kills it. Her book, Kindred, is uh, a book about a woman in 1977 who keeps getting pulled back to 1815 in the South from a a white grandfather of hers. And it really gets into racial disparity, racial disharmony. But the fact that she was writing openly as a woman mm-hmm. in the 1970s when even D.C. Fontana was refusing to use yeah. the name Dorothy. Right. And she was a black woman, no less. Mm-hmm. So uh, this this is exciting stuff. I'm yeah. like all of a sudden super, super excited about books again. Yeah. So Cool. Yeah. Her neat. work on is like the Bible to Afrofuturism. Yeah. If that's yeah, something she's, that's she's, like, uh, that, that interests you. I, you know, big, big props to my friend Brody for pointing out to me because I was like, I need new science fiction writers. He's like, mm-hmm. well, she's not new, but yeah. you probably haven't heard of her. So. She's a standard. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, movies have been my entire, like, you know, just part of my life forever. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd go see everything. Uh, what I've noticed that I've been watching a lot more is television. Oh. Really? Yeah, just like there's so much more on TV nowadays. Yeah. It's a good time to be a TV <clears throat> it's watcher. True. Yeah. And so I just, I never thought I'd be like sitting in front of like, you know, just watching television series, like, you know, binging those and, and whatnot. So I think that's my biggest thing. And then I started reading comics again with those apps, with the DC app. I got the DC one and I also bought the Marvel one for a year. So just, oh man, you got comics galore! Yeah, it's Holy pretty nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so. I did the Marvel Unlimited for like uh, six months, and I was like, I'm just the. It, it's almost like Netflix decision paralysis yeah. with Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, there's yeah. so much to choose yeah. from that you spend way too long. Just like, should I read this? Oh, maybe I should read this. Sometimes so, I just scroll and just you know, yeah, just check it out. Honestly, yeah. how do y'all break that? Like the, decision. I, paralysis? I didn't even know that was a thing until you just said it. Because yeah. there, there's times where I'm like. It's hard. You just like I guess I should watch this because it's suggested to them. 
I keep a list sometimes oh, like, really? of TV shows and movies and stuff. So if I get to the point where I know I'm just scrolling through stuff, wait a minute, let me pull my list out and I'll just grab mm-hmm. something off the list. Yeah. I would suggest that. something that you know that I trust their opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. We should suggest stuff for each other. Oh, nice. <laughs> Shannon. Oh, it's uh, just help me realize how great I really am. Hmm. Oh. But and and that's the lesson we've learned today. <laughs> and he is the ham. <laughs> and also, I just totally fangirl out about a. Uh, a good estate lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you, Mike. Uh, all How right, about you, Carrie. Um, me, I think the show has actually made me uh, a, a better feminist. Yeah, yeah. I, I will definitely pile on there. Yeah, and yeah. we have that for question. We had well. that question of Fanex, and it, yeah. it was it mm-hmm. was uh, it was a much needed smack in the face yeah. because while I think we're doing a lot better, and you're right, you do listen to the older shows, it's pretty oh, sexy it's, shit. It's, <laughs> um, it's I would love day. to say that it was the times, but come on, it was less than ten years ago, yeah. uh, and I'd still say we have a lot of work to do. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Uh, still, it's but it's 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 something I think we've all become more aware of well you see and you see behavior coming from politicians that you don't ever want to associate with yourself so yeah. you say okay i don't i don't ever actually want to i don't ever want to think mm-hmm. i don't want anybody to think of me in the same uh mindset as yeah. that person over yeah. there so yeah exactly uh, anyway so there's that all right let's uh let's get to some broken news here in just a moment and uh, some more stuff after, after these messages, messages we'll be right back, back. Hoarders, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in the month of October at Dr. Volt's. Sales from the Crypt. Halloween Comic Fest is happening on Saturday, October 27th. Go in that day for free Halloween comics and stay to meet the creators of The Mighty Utah and Ruthless. That day, everything store-wide is 20 to 50% off. Spooky sales and signings at Dr. Volt's on October 27th for Halloween Comic Fest. Well, you've seen the movies and the TV shows. Now read the comics. There's an amazing history to be found and new worlds to explore. It's time to rekindle that love of reading comics and supporting local business. There's nothing like roaming the aisles, finding that comic book that you remember, holding it in your hands, turning the pages, and getting lost in a fantastical story. But it's not just comics at Dr. Bolt's. They have a large selection of hard-to-find action figures, statues, busts, apparel, collectibles, and a whole lot more. And if they don't have it, they can help you find it. They also carry gaming supplies like Hero Clicks, Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pokemon, and a whole lot more. They're open seven days a week. Their hold, or as some call it, poll service, is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. Go see them at 2043 East, 3300 South, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Black Velvet Boutique is moving to a new location soon, so they're liquidating a lot of their inventory, and you can save big. Visit them today and mention Radio From Hell to get up to 50% off. Be sure to ask the store for details. Locally owned and operated, Black Velvet Boutique in Clearfield is a great sexual wellness resource. They're experienced, knowledgeable, and engaging. When it comes to sex, as with any healthy relationship, good communication is key. And being confident in the bedroom is sexy. And knowledge helps you get to your most confident, sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique's helpful and friendly staff will answer your questions and find out what you need or leave you to your own devices. It's entirely up to you. 
Enjoy the best parts of being an adult with intimate bedroom toys and lingerie from Black Velvet Boutique. They are currently at 293 South State Street in Clearfield, but again, they're moving to a new location soon and liquidating a lot of their inventory. So go visit them today. Mention Radio from Hell to get up to 50% off. Ask the store for details. They're open seven days a week at 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Black Velvet Boutique. Mystery Escape Room in the Gateway Mall specializes in theatrical escape rooms with fantastical live actors and immersive, fully built sets. Don't just play an escape room, make it an adventure into your favorite stories. From Grimm's Fairy Tales to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea to their newly opened Ancient Crypt Mystery, there are stories to explore. Can you solve the mystery? Book your escape room today at mysteryescaperoom.com or by calling 385-322-2583. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, for 15% off of your purchase. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Suns Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsunscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Suns, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, its food is. Hoarders, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. Broken news. Welcome to it. Woo! The episode. <laughs> the episode is called Butster. Ah, that's my name. And we'll get back to it here in a moment. The Butster. The Butster. Uh, thank you for joining me for Broken News, gentlemen. Joining me are Shannon Barnes and Jimmy ah. Martin and Egg Foo. Returning champion. Returning champion. Egg oh, Wait, Foo. can I say that? I can. Yeah, you can say that. Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, some stuff happened this week. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> um, click, click. And this one, that oh, was last week. That was last week. Oh. And this, this was the news that, I mean, I was surprised and then pleased when I heard okay. that James Gunn is oh, going to yeah. be moving from Marvel to DC. And Some, how smart of DC is that? Sometimes DC makes me sad, and sometimes they make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> This was a, a smart move because if it's you, a perfect project for him, yeah. I, think. I mean, if you look at Guardians of the Galaxy, it's essentially it's Suicide Squad. You've got mm-hmm. a bunch of criminals together, and yeah, you know he can handle the multi-character arcs, and I think he'll do a fine job. He's a good writer; can handle multi-characters. Oh, yeah. he's not doing a documentary on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He's um, he is apparently going to for sure write, and they're talking about him directing. Why wouldn't he? And exactly. Why? Yeah. When you, if you get a chance to have a James Gunn direct your movie, you have James Gunn direct your movie, and he's not. No, nobody is saying whether this is going to be the same actors or the same th- story squad. arc or squad. 
Because there's been like multiple different yeah. squads. It's like it's like Guardians of the Galaxy. I think way. the whole cast of Guardians should go over to the DC movie. Well, <laughs> here's the funny thing: is that as soon as Dave Bautista heard about this, he's pissed. He tweeted and he says, "Where do I sign up?" <laughs> right. Ooh, who could he play? <laughs> no, I saw him on some like British uh, talk show. Yeah, and he's he's not having it. He's done. He's pretty pissed. He's he's going to try to find a, a way to get out of his contract mm-hmm. to play Drax in the third one. Well, you just don't show up. Well, then that puts him in breach, and then he gets sued, you know. But if he can find a way to get out of it, that yeah, but then you just wrestle your way out of it. It's great. Or maybe you just show up and just do a really bad job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do a shitty job and get fired. Uh, someone suggested that he could play Wildcat, hmm. the DC character, who's he's the boxer, right? Oh Am yeah. Am I thinking yeah, of the yeah, right yeah. one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of Wildcat, right? Is that right? Let's see. If he wants to get fired, he just has to go on a rant on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. I've got that in my big stack of news here. Uh, I figured. But there you go. So uh, I think it's a great job. Uh, the uh, the guy who directed, d- directed the other one, uh, David Ayer, tweeted out his endorsement of Gunn, saying, I think it's an incredibly brave and smart move by the studio. James is the right man for the job. So there you go. And he goes, I yeah. wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> He's like, I was out of ideas. Clearly I wasn't. <laughs> I saw that guy at San Diego Comic-Con. He was talking about, uh, it was the cop movie he did with Jake Gyllenhaal and I think Michael's, uh, Michael Pena. And I was like, that guy's a dick. Yeah. Like, David just, Ayer? Yeah. He just came across like a total like dick. A, like a bro. Yeah. Oh, is he a bro? Kind of. Yeah. Kind of a bro? Yeah. Mm. All right. So, yeah, give it a gun. Well... And then the other news we got was, I mean, we knew this, this was going to happen, but Ryan Coogler has signed on to write and direct Black Panther 2. Why? Of course. Why would you do that? Exactly. <laughs> it's just, you know, usually they announced them pretty quickly, um, but I guess he, he was working a deal. Yeah. And oh, good, yeah. and good for him. Good for him. Uh, so we got that. So that's, uh, and they're, they're taking their time with it because he's got a couple of other things that he's working on currently. Uh, he is uh, developing the drama Wrong Answer with Michael B. Jordan. He's also executive producing uh, the Space Jam sequel. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's also working on Creed 2. So it'll that be a, looks good. It'll yeah. be a while before, uh, before we get the Black Panther movie up and rolling. Um, I give it to Dave Ayer. David Ayer? Yeah, yeah, give it to him. He's a bro. <laughs> uh and then, uh, to certainly not to my surprise, but to apparently everyone else's surprise, uh, Chris Evans announced that he's well. He didn't say the words, but I'm done with Captain America. Yeah. You know, we all knew that, right? Yeah, we knew that. But everybody come running up to my cubicle at work, and it's like, did you hear? I'm like, <laughs> you don't listen to my podcast, do you? <laughs> uh, he tweeted, uh, officially wrapped on Avengers four. It was an emotional day to say the least. Playing this role over the last late, last eight years has been an honor. Uh, to everyone in front of the camera, behind the camera, and to the audience, thank you for the memories. Eternally grateful. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but I was surprised at how many people were surprised at that. So They might back that truck up to his house, though, and he might go, well, am I? I think he's done. Yeah. I now, do, too. Now, who's taking it? Uh, Winter Soldier or Falcon? Well, we don't know. I'm asking what you think. Who would you give it to? I would sure love to see... Um. That whole, because that run of Cap where Bucky was Cap mm-hmm. yeah. good. was a great run. Uh, it was like four years, I think, I want to say, four or five years. And it was some of the best Captain America that I've ever read Yeah, without Steve Rogers, sure. which is weird. Um, so if they were to take that 
run and kind of touch on it. And it's all about how hard it is to live up to this guy's, yeah, you know, reputation and how he's just he's just trying and failing and trying and failing, and it, it gets frustrating. Hmm. And then you could have Falcon there with him, you know, coaching him, and you know, here's here's what Steve would do, that kind of thing. On your left, on your left, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'd, I'd be interested in that, but hey, I'll, I'm not one of those guys who makes the movie in my head. I wait for the right. movie to come out. You know? See, I am the guy who does that, but I don't get mad when it doesn't become what I envisioned. That's the that's the difference there. Yeah, that's that's the difference. Make the movie in your head, but yeah, you know. And then this news: Iron Fist has been canceled. Saw what? that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Netflix one? Netflix yep. Iron Fist is canceled. I didn't even watch the last season. So should I, 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 just, should I just I, not? No, I finished it on fr- Friday. Season two liked was actually yeah. pretty good. That's what I heard. Yeah, they finally figured it out. And that is, don't have Iron Fist in your series. <laughs> Focus on all the other characters around, because right. they're fucking cool, you know? Uh, and so, that's the series I want to see. That Exactly. Yeah. I wanted to see that whole Daughters of the Dragon thing play out, because those two are awesome together. They're fa- all the best scenes. Yeah, all the best scenes of those two women. Kicking ass. Yeah. And it was just great. So that's how you do a successful Iron Fist show is have him be the bartender, you know, and, and the characters come in and go out, you yeah. know, and that's it. <laughs> just don't have him do anything. Just have him stand there. And <laughs> I even liked uh, the shitty brother. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a yeah. sad Defenders party. Well, the, the I read further that uh, the series is canceled, but the character will be showing up occasionally in the other series. Yeah. Or but, Iron Fist, his comic always gets canceled too. But how about how about this? And again, not to be the guy who makes that movie, but now that we have that money freed up, yeah. How about we make, we make a Moon Knight series? Oh, and and bring bring Moon Knight in because that that you can't tell that story in a movie. You just can't do it in ninety minutes. Right. You need a lot more time to lay out that whole multiple multiple personality disorder shit, and you know the whole thing. Who would you cast the Moon Knight? <sighs> Can you tell that I'm in, 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 I'm in interviewer mode? <laughs> I've been busy. Um, Cedric the Entertainer. Sure. Okay. Or Kevin good, Hart. That's a good choice. Two. Kevin Hart. He's hot right now. And the material will be cheap because he's short. <laughs> I'm Moon Knight. Uh, and then there's this. And this was uh, this is uh, a disturbing uh, trend that is happening with uh, Disney and Marvel. Firing people who... Uh, Speak their political minds on social media. Uh-oh. The latest victim is uh, Chuck Wendig, who uh, just a week ago at New York Comic Con, they were announcing this, you know, uh, what was the series called? Shadow of Vader miniseries that he's working on. And he wrote the Aftermath books, and he's been a writer for Marvel. He's written a whole lot of stuff. He's also outspoken about his liberal political views. And that's one of the many reasons that I follow him on Twitter, you know. <laughs> He's a great writer, and yeah, but he uh, he got he drew a little bit too much attention from uh, these dicks Ben Shapiro and Dinesh D'Souza. Oh. Uh, a series of tweets surrounding uh, Brett Kavanaugh, or as we like to call him, Beach Week Bart. I like beer. <laughs> I like beer. <laughs> Still like beer. Uh, yeah, he got a tweet. He later deleted. He later deleted that tweet. Because he said it had become a funnel for harassment. It was 
Winter is coming, you callous fucknecks, you prolapsed assholes, you grotesque monsters, you racists and rapists and wretched abusers, you vengeful petty horrors. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why did that get him That's fired? That's a tweet. He's a great writer. Um, so. And that got him fired? Apparently. Did they take away his, his, his source? <laughs> according, <laughs> according to Wendig, who on, I, on his blog, if you go, you can find it. Um, it was the uh, the editor at Marvel, uh, Mark Panacea, the editor, said too much vulgarity and too much negativity on his part. Shit, I'm getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Now, he's no stranger to controversy with Star Wars fandom, uh, specifically. Uh, he has been targeted uh, after he uh, created the first canonically gay character in Star Wars Aftermath in 2015. So he got a lot of shit for that, and his pushback was calling those that complained the shitty, oppressive, totalitarian, totalitarian <laughs> empire. Uh, and that got him on these assholes' uh, radar, and they've been after him ever since. And so now he was... Uh, this Now, we also know about James Gunn, but they... Uh, there was another writer, Chelsea Kane, who uh, got fired two months ahead of the launch of a six-issue miniseries that they were working on. Uh, a few days' notice and no explanation, but uh, she is also vocal about her pro- politics on online and a target for right-wing trolls. That's so, horseshit. So the right-wing trolls are winning when it comes to Disney. They know they know how to get people fired from Disney, Disney and Marvel. They they just got a target on them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. So here's hoping Chuck finds a place to land. Hey, DC. Oh, shit. Huh? Got a good writer floating out there. Why don't you pick him up? Another one. Yeah. Like, here's somebody's new for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. But finally this. And then we'll get to the movie reviews. Oh. I got one review, too. You're getting uh, a Mega Man movie. Oh, Jesus Because we need that. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Live action film. What? Yep. I've seen like tries at it, like Japanese like adaptations, and mm-hmm. it just looks dumb. It does. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sure it's a fun game, but do we need a movie? Anyway, there you go. Uh, let's see now. Huh? I got something. You got? Uh, I downloaded, I, I joined the DC Universe thing. Did oh, you watch Titans? I watched Titans. Me last too. Night. Yeah. How much of it did you watch? All of Fuck it. Fuck Batman. All of it. Well, no, you can only watch one episode. They're, they're, oh, they're dropping one a week. Yeah, yeah it's they're not, on not Netflix. They're not playing the Netflix game. Okay. So I, I made Jen watch it. I was like, I feel like I should. It's good. I, I was like, I feel like I should watch this before I go to Broken News tomorrow because mm-hmm. I'm kind of the DC dude, right? Yeah. And uh, she was stunned at like how brutal it was. Yeah. She was like, ah! <laughs> Takes um, that dude's face and like rubs yeah. it against a broken glass in the fucking car door. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Jesus Robin. Christ. We're talking about Robin here. Yeah. The wow. fucking boy wonder. Wow. Um, yeah, it's dark <laughs> as fuck. Huh. I was shocked. <laughs> yeah. It's super dark. It's. <laughs> but what do you think? It's really different than uh, the movie I saw this summer. The Teen Titans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seems to be seems to be a departure. Um, I liked it. You know, first episode. I want to check it out more. You didn't get to see much of Beast Boy. Um, I can't I figure I out what's to, going on with Starfire. I think I still got to meet him. I think I just met Starfire. So I've got like 10, 15 minutes left in yeah, it. So I, I can't. I can't quite figure out what they're doing with Starfire. I'll be honest. No. But it, it looks it like there's a there's a lot of mystery kind of in it. Yeah. Right? But I think it's good. So it's like something happened with Batman. 
Oh yeah, he's not becoming too much like him. My favorite is, is he goes, <laughs> man, Gotham was just getting too crazy. So I moved to Detroit. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so like uh, Dick Grayson has moved to Detroit, and he's a he's a cop. He's a cop. Okay, uh-huh. but he's going out as as Robin at night and uh, fucking fucking <laughs> fucking up people that got away with shit, hmm. basically. And uh, Raven's in it. And she's spooky. Yeah. She's got like a, I don't know. Lots of mystery. It's good, though. I'm sure they'll fill things in yeah, as but it goes. I, it's, it's just so funny. Why is DC so dark? <laughs> I just like, <laughs> I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, all right, we got these Teen Titans. Kids love them. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to fuck this up real quick. We're going to have Robin throwing uh, R-shaped Chinese stars into people's fucking faces. And... Uh, well, he's gonna he's gonna put their head through a window and then grind their face on the glass, um, the you know, shattered like, glass. Yeah, like Robin does. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's how you do. I mean, I can see making. Uh, <laughs> I can see making Raven dark because she's dark, right? <laughs> and then how's he in the whole fight scene? Like, what's Burt Ward's watching this shit? Go, what the fuck? Fuck Batman! <laughs> Holy dark tone, Batman! I liked it though. It's good, it's, and it looks good for a. I don't know what the budget on it is, but it looks good. I think it looked sh- really good on my cell phone. That's where I watched it. I think they spent some money on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so, they spent some money on it. So get the app on your I, smart I'm, TV. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go th- two and three fourths out of stars. Okay, <laughs> give it a chance. All right. Oh, but you know what else? I so it's a cool. Th- so I decided I had like a half hour before Saturday Night Live came on last mm-hmm. night, and I downloaded. I was like. You know what? I'm gonna watch the first episode of Batman the Animated Series. The oh. way back, yeah, because oh. it's, it's got everything on it. Oh yeah, right. That app is loaded. And I watched it, and I was just Jen had never seen it because she was too cool to watch it. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, we're, we were the nerds. Yeah. In the early '90s, that were adults watching right. cartoons. But I forgot how amazing and how how stunned we were when the first oh, episode that came that, out. That distinctive style. Yeah. Is there? And, and I was like. And how like how ballsy was it that their first villain was Man Bat? Yeah, not the Joker or the Riddler or something yeah, like it was, that. Yeah, it was surprising. Yeah, and it, God, I was just watching. I was like, "This is good." And I'm just like, I'm nerding out to. And she's like, "Shut up!" <laughs> I'm like, "This changed everything." You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what movies you got, Jimmy? Uh, there's four. This four. Week. Yeah, All right, it's, it's a busy goddamn week. Well, I know you got uh, First Man. We'll do that one last. Okay. Uh, you want to go from worst to first? Uh, no, you just you decide. Go ahead. They're all. It's kind of all over the place. Start Nothing where really you terrible. Uh, we'll start with uh, the old man, the gun. Okay. This is Robert Redford, who said, "This, this is it. I'm done." Well, now he's walked that back. I uh, well, yeah, because he's not a <laughs> fucking idiot. You know? Well, maybe he is, but his friends aren't. Uh, but so he plays. A, it's a true story about a guy named Forrest Tucker who spent his life in and out of prison his entire life. Robin Banks just loves doing it. And like the the thing that all the people said when they met him <laughs> during the heist, he was smiling the entire time. So he wasn't he he was a gentleman. He wasn't threatening. Mm-hmm. I gave him the money, and he went out about his way. It was it. There you go. So uh, it's about him still doing it. Uh, Sissy Spacek is still in it. Um, it just just an old couple, you know, <laughs> finding love at eighty seven years old. <laughs> apparently, uh, I like it. Don't rush out. You know, you can watch it at, at home or Netflix. You can watch it on your phone. Yeah, don't worry. That's what you're saying. Uh, next one, Goosebumps 2, Haunted Halloween. Uh, what's funny, because people were like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry you have to see that. I'm not, because I actually like the first Goosebumps. 
Uh, Jack Black was funny as shit as R.L. Stein. Uh, but I will say in this one, he only shows up in the last 20 minutes. Really? And you can kind of see the paycheck hanging up in his pocket because <laughs> he's doing it. Okay. Um, but he does do the voice of Slappy, the ventriloquist dummy that uh, is basically terrorizing the town. Uh, it feels like it was made for television. Mm. Nothing great. It's not as good as the first one, but it's not terrible. Again, I wouldn't race out to the you know to the theater to go see it with your kids, but uh, wait till know. next year and watch it on Halloween with them. Yeah, no, sure. there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Bad times at the El Royale, which is my favorite title of the year so far. Uh, ensemble cast, uh, Dakota Johnson. Amazing John- cast. Dakota Johnson, who I did not hate in this movie. I, I usually fucking hate her because she's terrible. <laughs> um, Jeff Bridges, John Hamm. Um, try to think of anybody else in there. I, I can't get their names. Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, yeah. We have a Hemsworth. I'm not going to tell you what he plays because it's actually kind of a secret, but uh, it gets fun. Um, it's all about this hotel that apparently is a real hotel. I don't know if it's called the El Royale, but uh, right on the state line of Nevada and California. And so it's just one night. Everybody's got skeletons in their closets. Shit goes down. And the way the story is told uh, is that each story is told by the room. So if Jeff Bridges is in room four, we see his story first, and then... While he was doing something, was somebody watching him do something? So they would go to room five, and then like then you see what that person was doing. Yeah. Maybe oh. they saw him doing something a uh, little promiscuous. I'll say that. Uh, really good. A tad too long. Two hours twenty minutes. So you could trim it down a little bit. But I enjoyed it. Last first man. Uh, the story of Neil Armstrong, uh, directed by the same guy who did La La Land, and you will know that by the score because. What the hell? <laughs> it's really weird and odd. Like it's just like classical, like almost Broadway music while they're doing this. Thing, really? You know? and I was huh? like, yeah, it's, it kind of takes you out of it. Uh, Gosling's great. Uh, I think it's Claire Foy. I think is her name. She plays the queen. Yeah. In, in in the show, the queen is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, I don't know if that's the show, but it's on I Netflix. Heard, I think. Yeah, I've seen commercials and she's listed. <clears throat> yeah, first man. Uh, so she's great. Um, I don't think we'll see any awards out of this, but you're going to see nominations. Uh, but it's a, it's a good adventure. Now, what I didn't get from everybody else, Counts didn't like it in the, in the sense, and so did Cat. Uh, shaky cam. Really? Makes you nauseous. Because I was told that uh, they do a good job of making you feel like you're there, you know, going up in the rocket. Those scenes were were fine by me, yeah. and I, I, you know, obviously it's gonna be shaky cam, but they're saying like certain scenes, like just in the house, like with shaky oh really, cam. yeah, well, you don't need that in the house, yeah. So <laughs> just, I didn't pick up on it, but apparently they were both not right. pleased with it. So I'm at about mm, three stars in that one. All right, so, there you go. Yeah, a lot of things coming out next week. More interviews. Uh, I think we're gonna do Gerard Butler next week for Hunter Killer, mm-hmm. and then uh, a film that sat on the shelf for three years. And then, uh, because there's a woman president, because they were hoping for something else. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone was. (laughs) And then uh, the week after that, we're going to do more interviews with uh, Melissa McCarthy and Richard E. Grant, who apparently gets really surprised when you bring up Hudson Hawk. That's so funny. (laughs) And the fact that you liked it. I love Hudson Hawk. I know. He he doesn't hear that often, is what I'm saying. No, of course not. (laughs) Uh, A couple of quick things for me. Um... Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Uh-huh. Really good. It's not scary. It, it's, it's not that scary. Okay. And it's, it, it's like I was telling these guys before you got here. It's, it's more, it's like a family drama with ghosts. Okay. So it's like so a- So it's not all murdery? No. It's like a fucked up family drama 
with ghosts, and maybe they're not ghosts. So it's like the f- the first the, season of American Horror Story. I was going to say the only good season of American Horror Story. In my yeah, um, yeah. It's and and the, all the performances are great. Every actor gets a three-page monologue they get to do. Oh, okay. Um, but they're all good actors. And of course, my girlfriend Carla Gugino is in it. Oh, she is. Yeah, she's the. I'm, I'll watch it. She's the crazy mom in this. Uh-huh. And then the the casting director said, "Get me all the actresses in Hollywood that look like Carla Gugino because they're going to be her daughters." And so they all look like her. And what? and take away these pants. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, don't let uh, Elliot from ET throw you off. He's in it because. Henry Thomas is in it? I didn't realize it was him until the third episode, and then I went, oh, fuck, and then I couldn't unsee it. <laughs> I'm like, it's Elliot! <laughs> Elliot, you stupid! You know, He's actually a decent actor. Though. He's, he's all right in this, yeah. The he's, last thing I saw him in was in Fire in the Sky. Out of all, yeah. out of all yeah. the actors in this movie, he's the weak link. Oh, okay. Um, but, um, well, he had a hard childhood. He ran out of Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Got chased around by... But it's, it's, the story, it's the story of a fucked up family who grew up in a haunted house. And would that fuck you up, or is that what fucked you up? Yeah. Huh, Men- okay. Mental illness, you know. Huh. It jumps back and forth. Uh, it, it's very good, though, and okay. worth, worth the binge, I think. The next thing I'm recommending. What is that? This. Oh. God, this is huge. This is a large coffee table book by J.W. Rinsler called The Making of Planet of the Apes. Did Tim Burton do the, the intro? They only touch on the first movie, on the original. <laughs> they don't go into any of the sequels. They shouldn't. It's, it's just the first one. And, oh. you know, I mean, a lot of great pictures. Yeah. And, you know, they got a lot of inside access to, you know, like preconceptual cons- art. Yeah, concept do they mention art? Spaceballs? They do not. Damn it. Uh, they, uh, you know, they showed you how they built to make the shot for the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. You know, how they have, it is partially built and. The script changes, you know, uh, it's just, it's fascinating. It really is. Uh, so if you're, if you're a Planet of the Apes fan like I am, the original one, it's a great, it's huge. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a great big old heavy book, but it's filled to the brim with everything you'd ever want to know about that movie, I think. Uh, so there you go. Go get it. That Harper Design. Noise. Yeah. That's, I don't know what I'm trying to say. That's a great, great gift, great Christmas present idea. It is. For me, yeah. Not for me, but for me to give to someone. And I'm not going to say who in case they're listening. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Je- Jeffy would have loved that book, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, very cool. Anyway, so there's that. Uh, anything else before we get back to the episode, Butster? <laughs> the Flash is back? Oh! Oh, yeah. Yeah. I watched uh, the first episode. And yeah. he's so happy. <laughs> the Ring! Yeah. Uh, me, I watched it with Egg. We both squealed. We had to rewind it because we missed like what was said next. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah! So he something that Jeff would have loved, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So he's finally got the costume ring. Thing. And, and he's got a new costume, too. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought they did that back in season like one. They had the ring in the costume. One of them did. Zoom did it. Zoom, Zoom did, did it. it. Yeah. But he's got one now. Ah. Oh, there we are. His daughter brought it back in time with her. And I quite like her. Yeah. Yeah. I quite like that actress. She's pretty good. Watch South Park. Yeah. South Park's good, too, this season. <laughs> I should start watching South Park again. So I'm sure it's, they're just killing it. Oh, they are. They totally are. So much material to work on. I know. No, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get Saturday back. Saturday Live's been good, I think, so far this year, too. That Seth Meyers episode was a little uneven, I yeah. think. Yeah, but... But it's, it's been 
I'll you know, I'll watch it. <laughs> right. Just bring Kanye West back. That's all I want. Oh boy. Oh god. God, he's a, he's a gem. Yes, national treasure. I think there might be something wrong with him. Oh. Yeah. Hurt. <laughs> all right. He's got Kardashian poisoning. He's, he's been poisoned. Yep. <laughs> Let's get back to the episode uh, Butster after the a message Buster. after a message or two. Please to enjoy. Cabin Fever is Salt Lake's own house of horrors this season. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East in downtown Salt Lake City. Listen up, ghosts and ghouls. Macabre books, decorative skulls, and curious oddities for any festive soul for the trick-or-treater of any age. They have it all. Fill your cauldron with the right ingredients for all of the wizards and witches at your secret gathering this season. Whether it be Eye of Newt Martinis or Scale of Dragon Daiquiris, their drinking section will help you configure the finer details tales of potion making. Planning an excellent costume but not a fan of the messy makeup? No problem. Nylon masks in the style of classic monsters, huge emoji masks, and even zombie horse masks. Breathable, spooky, and quick for a go-to costume. For the kids, be sure to check out their spooky retro candy section filled with treats that you remember from when you were younger. In addition, Cabin Fever has toys, Funko figures, lunch boxes, buttons, books, and as always, rubber duckies. Happy haunting from your friends at Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square since 1982. Leave it to Fever to feed your imagination. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. If you're a gamer, you know... Love to play games, board games like uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon. You'll love Haster Games. My guess is you've heard of Haster Games if you're a gamer. They got new lines of metal dice to go with their gemstone dice in. They have a great weight to them. Die Hard Dice and Gravity Dice. And they carry more dice than anybody. And these have been selling very well. Guilds of Rivnica, a great new set for Magic the Gathering, is now available. Uh, for Dungeons and Dragons, a Waterdeep Dungeon Heist, two weeks early for sale. Go see this wonderful campaign for Dungeons & Dragons. Haster recently added more display cases, a sound system, they're, uh, more shelving for their huge game library, and yes, you can play games for free at Haster, and computer kiosks to help you peruse their inventory and order cards. Stop by and see all the newness at Haster Games. And tell them Geek Show says, hey, not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, they will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State. They're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sunday. It's a great place to stay and play. Remember, Haster has it. Hoarders, Salt Lake's retro arcade bar featuring pinball, arcade games, console gaming, board games, and punk rock vinyl nights, offering a wide selection of craft brews, cocktails, and affordable drink options. Follow Quarters on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit QuartersSLC.com for a calendar of events. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence 
confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a, a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my workout buddy SLC or email me my workout buddy SLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says, hey, you'll get half off of your first session, my workout buddy SLC. And we're back. So uh, here's here's the thing. Um, Sue is taking our guest bedroom over okay, and turning it into a workout space so that she can have her clients over and work out. Yeah. Right now it's it's the back porch. <laughs> but winter winter is coming. It's going to get cold. Win- oh, yeah, winter is coming. So, I drop a barbell right through the ceiling. So that was, <laughs> yeah, it's just right up above us. <laughs> Uh-oh. That was uh, the guest bedroom slash office okay. for the longest time. And so when she started clearing it out, she f- found a lot of shit. You see this big file? Is here? that a script yeah, you wrote? That's a uh, that's a sizable pile of papers. That's here. about what two inches? Yep, yeah. two and a half. That's a three. Lot. That's three and one quarter inches thick. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's about that's about two three scripts. These are all the scripts that Jeff and I wrote for Sci Fi Saturday Night. Whoa! Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, Jeff and I used to host the Star Trek reruns on Z24 was the TV yeah. station. And it was... Uh, it Back was, in that period when things were called Z-something. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was Deep Space Nine and Enterprise. And they'd show two back-to-back, and then we would do little Vignettes. skits yeah. and stuff. And, and I would show up. In between, you would show up. You were our engineer. Mickey. Mickey, instead of Scotty. He was... You lost your chance to call your engineer Butster? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was there. I wasn't as sophisticated back then. Jeez. <laughs> Not as seasoned. <laughs> and, we I, said, and we did Robot Chicken before Robot Chicken. Yeah, we were, we were doing... Action figure theater. Action figure theater. Uh, we'd, we'd, just, we'd just hold the action figures instead of stop motioning them. We'd hold them and do the voices for them. Like masturbation jokes and, with and, Spider-Man and Aunt May. And I was, <laughs> I was working with one of the guys that, that was on the show who worked behind the scenes on the show and he was putting out the reruns because he's got all of them mm-hmm. on his website and I stopped because I just got bored I think so I think I need to go back and and let's get those back and there's there's still some out there but anyway I found a script and I I, I don't remember writing it <laughs> okay because <laughs> it's it was that long ago I mean the show was let's see uh, yeah uh, 2002 yeah you know, wow. I mean, it was that long ago. I was in high school. Shut up, you. <laughs> so here, now here's some of the stuff. This is this is me, Jeff, Mickey the engineer, and our uh, uh, Audra, oh. who was uh, who was great. She was uh, yes, she was. She was on our crew on our ship. We we the the set that they built for it was really cool. It was it looked like the classic Enterprise. I mean, it. I was really surprised at how well they put it together. Don't look at it too closely because yeah. it was actually shitty. But on TV, it looks great. Yeah, it looked great. And so we'd be on the bridge of the ship, which was, uh, we named it, didn't we? It was the... It was the USS Butster. 
It, it, we got we got hate mail because of the name. It was the degenerate, yeah, the, the yeah. USS degenerate. Yeah, that's great. And we got hate mail for that. Oh, jeez. Um, and I just found a couple of pages here, and I just, you know, getting back to this us not being very good feminists uh, all those years ago. Uh, Mickey, some chief engineer you got there thinks Paperboy here is a robot, gesturing to Jeff. I am not an android. Audra, how do how do how do you explain the way he acts? He's all wooden and stiff, no emotion. He's like Al Gore, who is also a lousy stinking android. <laughs> <laughs> and then I step in and say, "Now, I can't speak for Al Gore, but Jeff and I have been friends for over fifteen years, and I can tell you he's not an android." Mickey, besides, what if he is an android, Missy? You got a problem with that? Don't like androids, huh? <laughs> I don't mind androids, just as long as they don't move in next door to me. Next thing you know, they take over. Then Not you got Then you got to celebrate Android Christmas. If they just keep their own behavior to themselves, it would be fine. But no, they got to flaunt it right in your face. Well, this is me. I I will not have I will not have a hate filled droidist on my ship. You're fired, Mickey. You are now the chief engineer. Then Audra gets close to me and says. All right, your loss. And that problem in your quarters? Guess you'll just have to readjust it yourself. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Uh-huh. It's bad. It and to then be, uh, yeah. Jeff, to, Jeff to Mickey. I'm not an android. I'm just shy. I said, good to have you back, Mickey. I'd love to stay and congratulate you some more, but I'll bet Audra is going to need a letter of recommendation for her next job. It's the least I can do. So goodbye. And I go chase after her. Uh, and then Jeff says, uh, man, some people, huh? Mickey. Yeah, Carrie's a real dirtbag, always thinking with his... No, I mean Audra! <laughs> she thought I was an android! I mean, really! And then you reach up behind his neck and turn him off. <laughs> <laughs> we never... So this was never this one was we This did, one was not produced. No, we got canceled before this one was produced. You got but, canceled? Yeah. Don't worry, C-3PO. Some of my best friends are robots. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it. I was just... If you guys want to look at those, I... That's crazy. I can't read. But Jeff and I would <laughs> sit in my basement, and we'd watch the episodes that we were going to be, you know, so we could make jokes about them and all that. Uh, and, and we would write them in hour and a half, I think, you know? <laughs> the first episode I was ever on, I played a Klingon. Yes, you were Klingon. And I... Uh, Beat the shit out of Jeff at Newmont University. Yes, with, <laughs> with a, a big old with a bat. club. <laughs> it was fun. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I I got a bunch of letters, but I don't. I I want to save some of them. There's, okay. There's one very critical of me. Maybe let's read that one. Ooh. Critical of you? They shitting on you? This one is very critical of me. I'm gonna uh, get mad. So let's uh, let's get to this. Yeah. Do you have? Yeah. All right. Fuck letters. It. Sometimes we get letters. Adequate. All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Uh, let's see. You're this one be working with Audra in a little bit. Yeah. This Aww. one from uh, Justin. Uh, dear Admiral, to hate is always foolish. To love is always wise. Those words were cited by you in one of your better moments of leadership. They are the words that made me feel like the geek community is where I could find family. My name is Justin, and like you, I was raised in a horrible redneck environment. I, too, have struggled to find anything redeeming in that culture. In my years of healing, however, I have come to accept that you you can be a redneck geek. The terms are not mutually exclusive. Instead of being hamstrung by a racist and abusive family, 
I've chosen to see my existence as a country-ass nerd as something rare and worthy of value. Uh, I know the last thing a radio veteran needs is show notes, but Admiral, you've been fucking up. Damn! This is the last thing you need. Here you go. This motherfucker, did you type this in bold font? Like, what kind of font is he using? There's some bold font right there. Comic yeah, Sans. Comic Sans. I, can't, I will not read it. No, let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see what he says. Several times of late, you've been making hyperbolic comments about rednecks being conservative pieces of shit. You even, you even missed the opportunity to appeal to other redneck geeks by giving a simple tip of the cap to John McCain for his service. As we all know, military service and similar nationalistic appeals are not common amongst that culture, and your words of respect would have done a lot for those people, perhaps inspiring them to find fellow geeks and eschew the negative influence they are surrounded by. I used to be a professional coach at Apple, so I hope you'll value my coaching. Love harder. If you truly believe the geek culture is about inclusive love, then you're being the worst kind of hypocrite to single out a population as worthless and not on your team. We must leave the door cracked for those gentle souls who, by no fault of their own, were born into a redneck culture but are looking to find a better group of friends and a new family. Leave room for the exceptions, inspire redneck geeks everywhere, and in these trying times, double down on love. We cannot miss the opportunity to inspire just because they mistreated us in our past. Uh, Justin, you're not entitled to politeness when your approach is rude, even if you paid for a ticket, is, is what I wrote as a, show, as a note for me. Mm-hmm. To kind of respond. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I found that quote online. You're not entitled to politeness when your approach is rude, even if you paid for a ticket. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? Have I... Have I well, did I have to tip a hat to John McCain? No. On no, this show? No, you don't show? have to. No. I mean, we, we rarely... We mentioned his name. Yeah. Did, did, I, I just don't think that I... Had to do it here. He's also not relevant in the geek community. Yeah. So was, I did on my radio well, show. It was, it was yeah. in a week of yeah. where there was a lot of you know raising our glasses, yeah. and I think I said John McCain or something like that, and you said you know do we have to? Yeah. But well, we can sit there and talk about his history and his past. Go watch CNN. Yeah. You know, no, yeah. he's, he's a political figure. So, and you know, we're, we're actually oftentimes told that we're too political. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Especially so, over the last two years. And McCain, McCain is actually uh, despite. Despite some elements of his career that were that were kind of cool, uh, he's also kind of a problematic figure in history. So, yeah. mm. uh, not taking away from his service, not taking away no. from the good things that he did, but no. yeah, it's I don't know. I, I if Armstrong dies or or <laughs> one of the astronauts dies, and you know, we're going to talk about that because that's something that was inspiring and cool. But yeah. a, a, a congressman, I'm not sure. I'm just going to say this, and I'm so fucking sick of it. It's like. Why? To me, it feels like damn. Why if you do we do, have to be? The, don't. Or, or, yeah. Why do we have to fucking be the big ones all the time? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why is it up to us? We're supposed to be the big ones. We're supposed to be the ones with arms outstretched. Fuck that! I don't feel like it anymore. Well, you know, I'm sorry. I'm like, especially after you know the shit that happened recently. I'm just like, no, I, I don't want to be nice anymore. Well, that's it's not my job to fucking make you feel welcome. I'm sorry. Well, and I mean a decent human fucking being, and I'll let you. And honestly, I've tried having conversations with. It doesn't work with people, it and it. I I find myself. It's like banging my head against a wall. 
because I, they'll 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 try to throw what they think are facts at you, and it's conspiracy theory stuff, and 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 then you go, no, that's that's well, inaccurate, a, and then then they get mad at you, and there's um, a dude who comes into my shop, you who, know, who's politically completely polarized for me and we realize that that's part of our relationship that doesn't exist so Mm -hmm. we we talk about games we talk about the movies that we have in common we talk about music that we both like and that's that's the extent of that Mm -hmm. now i you know i lived in a real rural area in the early 2000s and i I bet you there are some people if they listen to geek show would feel like that we're harping on Mm. small town america now uh some of us came from small town america so the the bashing we're doing is more based off of the narrow-mindedness that that we feel was prevalent in our upbringing. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean that when you go home to visit family and when you went to visit your dad before he passed, that mm-hmm. you're looking around saying, "Look at all these miserable hicks." No, those were your neighbors. Those yeah. people were those people were the people that were part of your community and part of your part of your neighborhood. Uh, there are probably times that you say, "Thank God I got out of that." But all the it's time. It's also yeah. part of what formed you into who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know so. Uh, I saw a lot of prejudice in small town America. Yeah, I saw absolutely. a ton of prejudice in small town America. I just got I, back from getting some prejudice <laughs> in small town in America. But I also saw communities that could just go out of their way to be incredibly decent to people and rebuild mm-hmm. a house after it burned down, or to take care and make sure that the the smart kid in the college got to got to a good college and had a tuition. So, well, Sue kind of put it to me pretty well, and this is uh, as we're recording this, the Brett Kavanaugh shit is still fresh. Um, because I saw a picture, his high school yearbook picture, where him and his friend were in their football uniforms, Mm -hmm. and they're sticking their tongues out, and I just went, I think that's why I hate jocks, because it was those guys, and she goes, well, that's why you gotta, you gotta say the jocks that you used to know. Yeah, Mm, that's true. Instead of just jocks in general. Generalizing. So you, you can't generalize because there are you know a lot of cool jocks now that are very woke and what know, was that episode of Mad you know. Men where uh, Don Draper had to get after his boss for hating the Japanese? And he was like, "Oh yeah, that's not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's a different culture. There's these aren't the people that you went to war with. These are just yeah. people with a business." So I think I need to when I refer to conservative pieces of shit, I need to be specific. Yeah. Apparently, according to uh, to Justin, and name names. So, Justin, you're one of the good ones. Well, How about that? Well, did, just, oh, did Justin <laughs> did Justin mention conservatives, or did he just mention redneck fans? No, he said hillbillies of genre. He said uh, hyperbolic comments about rednecks being conservative pieces of shit. Yeah. Well, when I say rednecks, that's what I'm talking about. Is well, and, and it's hard because you if know. you're sitting in that seat, you realize that that perhaps you are being painted with the a, a very, broad a very yeah. the rest of them broad yeah. stroke and yeah. maybe you're not that dude maybe you're not a guy that mm-hmm. uh the plays yeah. grab ass with the waitresses uh maybe well, maybe those aren't things that you do and maybe he feels like an outcast in that community and probably does well and the hard part about it too is if you aren't like that it, you have to change your mindset mm-hmm. and tell yourself that's not me he's not talking to me yeah no. he might be talking to people i know yeah but he's not talking to me well and there's another you know, real and un- Real uncomfortable thing that happens, like we we have all gone through that moment where you hear something about uh, how men act, and you're like, but that's not me. Exactly. And there's a lot of, well, not all men. That thing's a terrible thing to say. But then you realize that what has to happen is, is you have to be the man that puts an end to not all men. You have sure, to be the sure. man that says, no, that's not how we act, guys. We you can gotta, be better than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to so, be the, uh, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like... Be the, the change the you extend, want to see. Exactly. The, the extender of opportunity to change, yeah. you know. Yeah. I think that, one, everybody all around this table I agree with 
everything that you've been saying is and and I, I I feel you Shannon sometimes because you're just like you get frustrated because you're like yeah I don't I'm tired of being nice you know like yeah it's so because hard. I mean I recently had an encounter with law enforcement that did it didn't go so, well it but it went well because mm-hmm. I'm still here talking to you didn't go well but it could have gone worse yeah. exactly kind and so but so it's just it's this, it's a stalemate of emotion and yeah. I'm and I'm it was traumatic Mm-hmm. And I explained this to some people that, you know, uh, my experience and when I was explaining it, everyone was like, well, it's your fault. And I'm like, no, no, especially in, in, <laughs> in this case. And I, I, I apologize for those listening. I just don't I'm not ready to share this story yet. It's it's difficult. And yeah. I, and so now when I encounter that, I buck back and I just say, no, dude, we're not we're not having this conversation. I'm like, I could sit here and lecture you lecture this, mm-hmm. but I don't have the fucking energy. I just don't yeah. I don't have that energy anymore. I'm yeah. tired of draining my energy for people yeah. to get it. And 98 percent of the people, you're not going to change their fucking mind. Right? Well, exactly. Gina, Gina said that on the air the other day. It says, I'd love to hear from somebody who thinks this is the right choice. And I, I looked at her and after, when I turned the mic off, I said, you know, no. I'm I'm tired of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm tired of that. Well, I'm not. I'm tired of draining my energy yeah. trying to convince and listen. I'm just going to use my energy to do something about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, right. and, and like, and to me, that's the best way to expel that is because we're sitting here going back and forth on the fucking internet. But it's just like, no, get out there and fucking vote. Go yeah. volunteer at a community center. Go yeah. help. Ch- like, use that energy that we were clicking and clacking and click clicking on, but just and do it. Now on the same coin on the other side, motherfucker. Uh, no, I'm just saying. I liked what he said in his letter about don't close the door. Yeah, you know, you you can paint broad strokes, and and sometimes I mean we do that as generalities because generalities a lot of times exist for a reason. But don't close the door. You know, it might be a weird group of people that you don't like, but there's going to be a couple that are okay. I I have to change the subject really quick, uh-huh. and and I hope that they don't hate me for playing this, but I'm going to go ahead and play it. Oh, hang on. Let me shut off the music. Hello to Charlotte Lynn Jensen. You can call her Charlie. <laughs> she was born nine pounds, seven ounces. Oh, shit, yeah. Three <laughs> weeks early. She wasn't early. <laughs> she absolutely perfect. Check out all of this hair. <laughs> it is insane. So congratulations to Excitable James yeah, and his wife. Yeah. Congratulations, so, Excitable. Well, the, we're, the, we're late, but yeah, the baby's been here three weeks now. Yeah, so it's yeah. actually right on time. <laughs> well, yeah. So, but yeah, no, when, when you say when you say your nine pound baby was three weeks early, no, she was right on time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's so, a big hey, baby. congratulations! Oh, that's awesome. That is great. So we went from some heady news to some really awesome news. So yeah. they're they're going to be amazing parents. I'm super happy for All them. Right. Let's do uh, movies and games and get out of here. There we go. All right. Uh, let's see. You've got the Big Lebowski, the twentieth anniversary, and it's actually got a gift set. Oh, a gift set. Yeah, it comes in a bowling bag. Does oh, it... shut the fuck up! I need a new bowling bag. Yeah, is it an actual bowling it's bag? It's probably not that big. Sure you go bowling, yeah. but it does come with a bowling, yeah, a bowling ball, ball, a bowling ball, and a sweater. So it comes with a bowling ball and a sweater. Yeah, I see it right there. I guess the toy ones. Wait, probably it's, smaller. It's uh, yeah. God, if it was real, I'd be just, so funny. I was hoping that you were going to say it was a bathrobe. <laughs> That'd be cool too. Uh, 
Oh, let's see. Ash versus Evil Dead Seasons 1 through 3 collection is out. That's the full collection. That's the full collection because it, it got canceled. And done, Bruce, yeah. Bruce Campbell said, I'm no longer playing Ash again. Not yeah. going to do it. Everybody wants It's Pat the movie on Blu-ray. I know. <laughs> I get it. It's well, Pat. Everybody wants Kazam on Blu-ray. I am Kazam. Let's get it. Yeah. Uh, Unfriended to the Dark Web is now on Blu-ray. I didn't see that one. I don't think they screened it for us. Uh, Down a Dark Hall. Is on Blu-ray, and I think it's a horror film. And I think that's it. It's pretty slow right now. I think it's slow around Halloween. I think Mm. everybody's kind of saving around for Christmas. Yeah, probably. Uh, Games? Yeah, we got some games this week. Uh, Nothing really huge, but a lot of things that are, I think, going to please a very diverse group of folks. Mm -hmm. First, we got Lego DC Supervillains. Oh, cool. So that could be pretty cool if you like the Lego games. Those are always good. Yeah. Valkyria Chronicles for the Switch. Uh, Warriors Orochi 4 for all the systems except the Switch. Uh, let's see. Dark Souls Remastered is finally making its way to the Switch. That came out a few months ago on the uh, bigger systems. Mm-hmm. And so that's out now. Uh, also, Soul Calibur five, 6. Soul Calibur 6. They still swinging them swords. Yep, still <laughs> swinging, the, swinging the swords. Uh, and then that's out on every system as well. And uh, they have uh, Geralt from the Witcher series on there, so I'm going to have to buy the game just because of that. <laughs> I love how Soul Calibur like, will throw some random... Because random like, they did that... Remember when they did that with shit with GameCube? So, yeah, back in the GameCube PS2 original it, Xbox, Xbox days, you had Link on Spawn. the GameCube one, Spawn on the Xbox, and uh, somebody the else. old guy from Tekken yeah, yeah, yeah. was the <laughs> PS2. Yeah, yeah, that shit was Hirachi. badass. Yeah. yeah, something like that, so... Anyway, uh, yeah, that, that that about wraps it up, though. Those are your games for this week. All right. Thank you very much. Mr. Uh, Butster, <laughs> if, you, if you would, please. Hey, you know what? Eat more ham or don't. I- I'm not going to change your fucking mind. <laughs> right. Let's get a shift on.